0: Hello and welcome back to the Average Sport Take Podcast. We're here in the Average Sport Takes Man Cave and as always I'm here with the Slick Rick. Hey how's everybody doing? 21st day of the year, 2021, 21st century. Hope everyone's having a good day. And we have a very special guest today. Uh, The Nick
1: Sparks is with us. How's it going Nick? Oh, Gentlemen good to be here. Excellent use of a paladrome number. I like it. Thank you. Well done. So, Nick has actually been giving his average
0: sport takes on the radio for some time now with the Uncle Jimmy show here based out of Boise, Idaho. Gotta so, love it. So, Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you're a Bay Area man. Who's your teams? Who you got winning the
1: Super Bowl? Ooh, yeah, big time. S- Super Bowl, I'm going to keep that for a little later. I uh, like it. it. It's it's going to be a good pick. Um, as far as me, uh, born and raised in California, but I've been in beautiful Boise, Idaho for about 22 years. I am pretty much a Bay Area sports guy except for the Raiders.
0: Ooh, Um
1: Grew I don't up a like Giants, the yeah. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a Raiders fan. Grew up a Giants and A's fan. Uh, grew up a San Jose Sharks fan from back when they were playing in the Cow Palace and in San Jose. <laughs> uh, 49ers fan, and then I'm not the biggest of, of uh, NBA fan, but I definitely do root for the Warriors. And then uh, good old Boise State for college and everything else. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's kind of me in a nutshell as far as the sports go. But uh, excited to get to it. Yeah, we're excited to
0: have you here, man. So let's just dive right into our college football headlines. Uh, I know it's sad. We don't have uh, any more no college football. No pick No ah. this week. But the big four from Alabama announced their is of the draft. Nick, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, we expected this. Not too, not too much of a shock here, but what do you got?
1: So, you know, the NFL uh, minor league system, a.k.a. Alabama, <laughs> um, going to be pumping out more first-round talent, if you ask me. Mac Jones, who came out of nowhere, is kind of going the same route as Joe Burrow, where he really came out of nowhere from that senior year to leapfrog right into the first round. He's he going to get a
2: five-star recruit.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he is going to be that kind of guy. who's like he wasn't on anyone's radar a year two years ago, but he's definitely played himself into a first-round pick, probably top five, definitely top ten. Um, you guys got like Jalen Waddle, who's not even the starter on Alabama, only had 28 receptions, 591 yards. He's going to go probably in the first round. He's like a Tyreek Hill kind of mold, if you can get for him. And then this stat I found was crazy. Defensive lineman from Alabama, Christian Barrymore, since 2007, since the Saban era started, Mm -hmm. 15 D linemen from Alabama have been selected in the first two rounds. And they've had seven in the first round in the last three years. Kind of like a defensive lineman, lineman university.
0: It is. I mean, when you think about it, we talk about the receivers. We don't ever talk about their defensive line no, to be honest with no. you. No.
1: And they, they come strong with it. They're guys that produce. You kinda hear sometimes they flail out. They in the past, I mean Patrick is gonna be another first round pick. Patrick Sertain Junior, which is weird when you think about it. The guys I remember his dad playing, which makes me feel old. He's another top top ten, top twenty pick. But you hear these guys sometimes their D backs don't necessarily come through. They you know, and for the most part the running backs have been really good. Mark Ingram had an okay career. Derek Henry's a monster, but their their d linemen have been stout in the NFL and through Alabama. I don't know. What's your take on the next guy? Some of the other guys, the Heisman winner you got I mean, there?
2: Not only I feel like is it a a player minor league system, but all these NFL coaches to tie in the NFL with Doug Marone's going back to coach O line, Bill O'Brien's going back. Like, does Saban just kind of hey, come on in here to like a rehab center? We'll get you, <laughs> we'll get you back on your feet, and then we can ship you out to Big-time college job or NFL coordinator
1: job? It, it's almost like a college tutorial system. It is. You lost a head coaching job in the NFL. You go back to college and you're an offensive line coach for Doug Marone, and they're not upset about it. Like, that's the crazy they're thing. They're pumped about it. Yeah, they're, and they're going to go. He's going to be there for three four years. Doug Marone's going to get a job in the, as an OC probably, and he's going to get refreshed and a retread. Probably not going to do that good. I don't think Doug, when I hear Doug Marone, I don't think, great. <laughs> no, right? no. I don't think annals of NFL coaching history, but <laughs> no. it's definitely amazing that Saban can literally walk into the house of an 18 year old and pick out the kid, the pick of the litter and go to the piles of the NFL scrap heap of head coaches and be like, eh, come be a secondary assistant on my staff and you're going to love it. Little fun fact uh, Shiloh Kale, Kale? he. Uh, Worked
0: out it off the field here in Boise. I see his stuff on Instagram all the time. He's an Idaho alum as well, so definitely he yeah. does find coaches everywhere. I, you know, those four weren't shocks for me. They had career years, to be honest with you. The Mac Jones to Joe uh, Joe Burrow comparison is not something people would normally say. I think as quarterbacks, they're a little still on different playing fields, but he did have an amazing year. A big question that I think a lot of people have debated. Is uh does this year's Alabama beat last year's LSU? I have to think yes, they probably oh, would have yeah. waxed anybody. Uh, you then, think? Oh, that Alabama team is pretty solid. When they there, have so
2: everyone healthy, because Waddle wasn't healthy in that championship game. That's
1: true. I mean, I mean, we literally were, were five minutes into talking about Alabama and no one's mentioned Devontae Smith. No. Like, <laughs> the Heisman winner, 1,600 yards, no one said his name. Set a record for yards in the yeah. championship. In a half. In a half. Yeah. Only need half to get 200 yards. And you know the craziest huh. thing about what?
0: I mean... Nick Samon clearly has a way of recruiting, and he has a knowledge of football that most people will never understand. But how do you get four guys that are Waddle probably would have been a Heisman choice as well if he didn't get hurt? So we're looking at four guys who would have been in the three of the four are in the Heisman. I mean, I hope they can produce at the next level, though. You know, I wish them the best of luck. Um, I'll give
1: this as a as a as an average hot take. Oh, you're okay. gonna see. I'm going to say four, four Alabama players in the top twelve.
0: In the top thirty percent
1: of this year's. Uh, you NFL think Mac draft. Jones goes that high? Quarterbacks always get pushed up. They always start at a certain. Oh, this guy's a second round grade, a third round grade. Then the combine comes and they start watching. Hey, film. No combine
0: this year. It just they're pro still
1: going. They're still going to get nitpicked. Yep. He will be with how desperate NFL teams are. Think how many teams need a young quarterback. Colts. Colts now, with Philip Rivers, who we'll get into later. They're going to trade later. up. New England. The Saints. New England. Washington. Washington. Are the Jets done with Sam, Sam Darnold? They have to be. But the um,
2: Texans, if they ship out Watson.
1: Yep. Well, the unless, unless they get to a tongue a Well, but think of that. There's seven or eight you potential d- landing spots. Do you think uh, Mac Jones
0: would better fit the Kyle Shanahan offense with the 49ers, or does Kyle Trask? I've heard I, some, some little droplings that uh, Kyle Trask might head to the 49. Yeah, Kyle Trask
1: out of Florida, I believe. I don't know enough right now. Um, Kyle Shan, I, who I want, and we'll get into this later, is I want the Niners to trade some draft picks and go after Deshaun Watson. I would love to see that. I too, would love that. Fans. Could it happen? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Makes that NFC
0: West challenge. Oh, the NFC that West happens. is going to be Extremely stacked. Got Kyler Murray, Russ,
1: and I mean, whatever Watson happens with, and, then well, and then Goff. And and. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
2: That's – I heard that's on a downward slide.
1: Yeah. So yeah, not
2: not happy there. No.
1: Not looking good. But uh, the other guy that also can be thrown in there is Justice Fields from Ohio State. He's another guy I don't necessarily know if he's going to pan out. He kind of regressed in his second year, but obviously it was only eight games. But through eight games, I think he threw five interceptions to 22 uh, touchdowns, <laughs> whereas he only threw three picks all of last year. Yeah. So he's still. I think he's like one of those working projects. Go behind someone, sit for a year or two, would be his best serve. But he's still a damn good player, damn good, damn di- dynamic quarterback. I think the thing
0: with Justin Fields is, I, I compare him to Dwayne Haskins. I don't. I. Why I do just, you, Why do
1: you hate Justice Fields?
0: I. You know. <laughs> Thank you. I just.
2: <laughs> I've been wanting to ask you that. Just why.
0: I just don't think he's. I don't think he's going to pan out as an NFL quarterback. I said that about Josh Rosen. Rosen. I said that about Sam Darnold too, and I don't think Darnold's been anything good. I'm sorry. He's had a rough couple seasons. Don't get me wrong, but still, if you're that good of a
1: quarterback, you should be able to, you know, not go two and fourteen. I think Darnold's going to flourish once now that he's out from Adam Gaze. The Adam Gaze effect is real in the NFL. Guys play for him. Damian Williams, running back when he was in Miami, goes to. The Chiefs all of a sudden becomes a world beater. Guys get away from Adam Gase and <laughs> become studs. For he, real. Yeah, he's this you know so-called quarterback guru. And outside of having Peyton Manning, who was arguably one of the top two or three. Who didn't need a QB coach. Yeah, who was the QB coach. He, Adam Gase has lived off the Broncos and Peyton Manning this entire time.
2: Agreed. Well, speaking of Ohio State, did you all see Chris Olave is coming back, not going to the draft?
0: Really? Yeah. That's huge for them. Big
2: time weapon coming back, too.
0: Wow. That's going to be huge. Well, I know that we don't really have much other college football to talk about. We've already alluded to the NFL. Um, we're just going to give you a little recap of what happened last weekend. Uh, Green Bay beats the Rams, who cannot figure it out on offense. A little trouble in paradise for Jared, Jared Goff and Goff. McFay. I mean, what do you guys think? That that could be... Comp- uh, potentially explosive there jared goff's owed a lot of money i know it's tough because i mean john wolford played better maybe maybe
2: maybe a little (laughs) qb competition there's a lot of free agent quarterbacks out maybe they pick one up for a little quarterback competition and motivate them
1: there's one thing that i always look for when you're looking at like trying to predict things going forward you can do this in a lot sports business politics all that fun stuff follow the money Jared Goff is 34 million dollars against the, of dead cap space, against the Rams salary cap. So if they cut him, they have to pay him 34 million dollars basically, or it counts 34 million dollars to not play. Now I think they need to get someone else in. I don't think John is John Walford's the answer. No. They're another one that maybe they do the Green Bay thing, draft a young quarterback. You know, maybe a Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. You know that might not be to a Matt bad fit. They're gonna because they can have that guy on a cheap rookie deal, either light a fire under Goff, who is yes, granted, the thumb probably affected him, but he He was good, he wasn't good, he was kind of up and down
2: throughout the season. Since that,
1: since his quarterback run, his passer rating has just gone down. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was at like 101 passer rating in 2018 when they went on that yeah, run. That Super Bowl was yeah. Bad. Th- they went on a run. Then I mean, stop watching football, Ryan. <laughs> well, it was a terrible game, but think of where think of where that Rams team has come from. He held the
2: league's best offense to
1: three points. Yeah. No, talk early that year. I won a Josh.
0: ton of money on those little NFL squares oh, <laughs> that missed field well, goal at did. the end of the game was huge I for me. Gotta love did. it. Well and then we're gonna move right into the Ravens. I mean they just couldn't get it done against Buffalo in the wind. It was real windy that night. Uh, Bills advanced to the AFC Championship for the first time in 19, since 1994, winning 17-3. to 3. I expected more out of the Ravens, to be honest with you. I was thinking that, hey, it's windy. We have one of the best running quarterbacks in the NFL. But they elected to throw the ball too much, in my opinion.
1: They went, when you have a running team, and there was some bad luck, they had the number one running rushing offense.
0: And they had the number one kicker in the league who missed two kicks. Yeah, who,
1: that's just, Justin Tucker missing two kicks is crazy. Lamar Jackson picked a horrible time to throw his first career red zone interception. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I did some uh, average research. (laughs) And uh, in 49 red zone, Lamar Jackson has thrown 49 red zone touchdowns in his career. Playoffs, regular season. That was his first red zone interception, and it got returned for 102 (laughs) yards. That's a bad day to be Lamar. That is bad luck. so rough. you know, I don't think the Ravens should scrap their offense. I know some of the folks on on the national TV circuits were talking about that. Lamar Jackson has to get better, but he's in his second or third year. He's a young quarterback. He is dynamic. They scrapped their offense when they went with Joe Flacco for him. They have Gus Edwards. They got rid of Mark Ingram. Dobbins is not bad. J.K. Dobbins is going to be a beast. Hollywood Brown. Yeah, they have pieces. He needs to step up. Lamar Jackson just has to get a little better. I mean it's not the end of the world. what's your take on that?
0: I mean Lamar is an interesting guy because he seems I mean to be honest with you, I think he's only like twenty three or twenty-four, so he's about our age. He's super a, young. He's our age and well, I speak think, for
1: yourself on the age thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I'm not trying to date you here. But when you think about it, I think like, hey, I'm Ryan Blass and I have to go out onto a field and lead a group of, you know, thirty to forty year old men. I don't get that he's ready to be the leader that the Ravens need him to be. They'll franchise tag him when it comes up. They're not going to offer him a max deal, even though he's a he's a, currently the reigning MVP. I I don't think the Ravens should scrap their offense. I think they need one more wide receiver weapon and then to build it more on the defense. And they're they're not they're only a few pieces away from the Super Bowl. So just a you know tough loss.
1: They're not going anywhere from Lamar. They're not going away from Lamar Jackson. He no. is their team. Yeah. You build around him. If you Harbaugh's... strapped
0: Joe Flacco for him, then yeah, I mean You have to. You I mean, have to.
1: I mean you
2: took him in the first round, too.
1: They have a good defense. They I just had a bad that. game. I remember sitting there going, they took Lamar Jackson yeah, with Joe I Flacco New When they gave him that big contract, too. And then on the other side of that game, the Bills. Oh my gosh, the they Bills circled the wagons. Bills mafia, folks. Coming out retro style. And I I was watching the game and listening to the game, and I found this amazing. In this day and age, I mean, granted, passing's up in this league. But Josh Allen, the guy from out of Wyoming, who bad accuracy and all that stuff, they didn't run the ball with Devin Singletary until three minutes and seven seconds left in the second quarter.
0: Could you believe that five rushing yards up until that point?
1: Yeah, just slinging the ball around. It's it's the K gun of Jim Kelly. Like it, it, he is just whipping it around. He's the one that's got the, you know kind of all the pressure of all the four remaining quarterbacks in the league this year. But it's amazing to see the Bills. I mean, they are super aggressive on offense. They got a good enough defense. They put the ravens in their place i mean literally held them to their lowest scoring output i think since 2009 three points you don't do that normally to that high flying ravens offense with the ground and pound but they can still score i think the the
0: interesting part with the bills is Josh Allen, we watched him play Boise State. Didn't think he was going to be anything good. They got a steal in him. They did pass up on, I think I believe, Patrick Mahomes in that draft. They traded up to get Josh Allen. They did. So, they took him higher. So, I mean, hey, you're looking at what you could have and what you do have in this AFC uh, Whoa, championship yeah, matchup. Gonna so, going to be a good weekend there. And then we're going to dive into our Sunday games. Uh, Browns gave the Chiefs a scare. Uh, close victory, 22-17 to after losing Mahomes due to concussion protocol. We'll get into that in a second. And Chad Henney, man, I don't I don't think they're going to be able to get it done against Anything us. Anything is possible. <laughs> oh my goodness, not just there. Just not
1: probable. No.
0: <laughs> you know, the the Browns are another interesting team. They outperform what most people thought they were going to do this year. I mean, I didn't expect them to be a playoff team, just better than they were last year. So,
2: they broke all kinds of franchise <laughs> records for good, for Baker, honestly, mean, good, good
1: for Baker. Honestly, good for Baker. Them. The Browns are a terrible NFL rule away from being up in that game going into there. That's so
0: you don't like you don't like that if you're going into the end zone fumbling.
1: Dumbest rule for the NFL to do a turnover on downs and have it as a touchback because you fumbled a ball out of the end zone. On no other part of the field is that what happens. Where the ball goes out, that's where the ball gets placed and the team retains possession. I'm
0: gonna play devil's advocate here. When you're reaching for the pylon, which is considered around the entire world when you touch the pylon, it's a touchdown. And then if you fumble, it's not. It's it's not. You hit the pylon, you already scored. So that's the part where I think that's why they have a penalty when you fumble if you're diving into the end zone and you're not going for the pylon. I think that's
1: why they have a penalty. When you dive into the end zone in the ball, as soon as the ball breaks out an imaginary plane, it plays done. over. Yes, it plays matter. done. Yes, where anywhere else on the football field where there's no possession by the other team, does it penalize the other team? If you fumble it on the 50, you get it at the 50. 50 yeah. If you fumble it on the 20, it goes on the 20. All you do, if it fumbles and goes out of the end zone, two easy things. You can make it a penalty if you want to penalize them, and you, the, the offensive team retains possession
0: and move put it 15, on the 20. yeah
1: who cares? Or it literally just goes, we, we can frame it or stop it frame by frame to see where the ball went out or where he lost control. you just put it there your penalty it's the dumbest thing and that's the crazy thing people forget because the chiefs won that was a huge that was a huge
0: it was. it was huge because they were coming back i
2: mean yeah they were up that, they were up. that was gonna bring them back in like the momentum one goes.
1: absolutely i mean and then chad henny the the backups dream <laughs> The, the gall of Andy Reid to actually snap it on fourth and one and throw him back. Fourth and one? Oh, I
2: didn't think they were going to snap it No, we no did. The announcers didn't. Romo was so, so
1: hyped. <laughs> I was into it. I just love. it. I love the call for Romo, too, because he calls it like a fan, but a fan that is clairvoyant and literally knows what's going on. <laughs> I'm not, I, <laughs> but I'm watching the game, and Hen- Henny's standing back there, and he kind of has the body language of, like, we're just going to snap. We're not going to snap this. We're going to wait. And then all of a sudden, they hike the ball. And I don't even think the defensive line knew what was going on. Uh-uh. And he rolls out and throws a I don't know, 23 yard pass to Hill. It's just you're like, oh my God, like insane for them. But good for the Chiefs on that. Looking forward to the game next week.
0: And then in our last game on Saturday night, or on Sunday night, excuse me, we had the old man game on the history channel. I'm sorry. I mean we had the Saints versus the Bucks. For the third time this season, Tom Brady and those Bucks get the victory, thirty to twenty over Drew Brees, who most likely played in his last game. Sad to see Drew go out like that didn't seem it like was. he had a lot of hot, But feet. it's Tom, baby. Oh, we're my supporting goodness. him. Us New England fans are supporting well, him you, through this. Yeah, you're not used to being on the freaking sidelines in the playoffs. So, so we're
2: supporting him. You know, Tom Brady played really well. He looked vintage. You know, vintage. It reminded me of those days in New England. But I, <laughs> I <laughs> He shed sad, a tear on the sad, couch. It's sad to see, you know, Drew Brees kind of go out like this. You know, you would have liked to see him maybe make that Super Bowl run, losing or winning the Super Bowl... You know that would have been fun. That's
1: your storybook ending. Not everyone gets the. True. Not everyone gets the. uh, The Peyton Manning go off on top. It was that he was, he was laboring to throw that football. Oh my God! His wife came out
0: and said that it was a way worse injury than he believed
1: it on, and Michael Thomas was hurt too. Yeah. Well, Michael Thomas comes out. I think he's going to (laughs) need off season ankle injury and double deltoid surgery. And yeah, and that probably you know explains why he went 0 for 0. Mm -hmm. I mean, no receptions. Yeah. No, t- no catches, no nothing. It's hard to catch the ball when you don't get a reception or get any yards. Drew Brees, great career, Hall of Fame bound. It does suck that he went out, you know, throwing three picks. But Father Time's undefeated. They come up, you know except what? for Tom Brady. Yeah, basically. knock on wood. <laughs> I
0: will say that the best part about that Drew Brees send off is I've, I actually have a, I will don't ever catch me saying these words ever again. I have a lot of respect for Tom Brady going out there throwing balls to Drew Brees' son. Saying, oh, that was so cool. Honestly. I'm sorry. I was telling Rick this the other day. I'm pretty jealous that those kids got to be on the field. That, yeah. That's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I've always wanted to do that. So, Tom Brady, a lot of respect there. But so, I got a question for you guys. Okay. Where do
1: you see this New Orleans team next year? I don't know if, if you guys know the I think he got two there.
2: options. One, Sean Payton is, like, sold on Taysom Hill. And Taysom Hill is Gross. now running the offense. Went 2-1 this year, I believe.
0: 3-1, yeah. Um, Us to my equals That's your Buy option
2: one, pie. I believe. Option two, you sign Jameis.
1: Do you think you can afford it? Because they're ninety million dollars over the cap right now.
2: I feel like those are their only options.
1: Do they keep Michael Thomas or trade him? And
0: I and I brought that up earlier in the in our podcast sessions. I think you get rid of Michael Thomas.
1: I think it's done. I think the Saints' window is closed. That's another one of the long-term average stakes I got for you. They're they're done. Drew Brees is gone. Yeah, going to go, Pay Kamara soon. Well, Kamara's gonna look around like the GIF of Will Smith out there with no, nothing <laughs> like, left.
0: He's owed the statistics. Sorry to interrupt you again, but the statistics I saw, he's gonna be owed one of the mo- the highest paid contracts in the NFL for Kamara. Yep, and he's gonna be. It's gonna be up there like a maybe yeah. not as much as a Patrick. I Mahomes, agree with but,
2: that. Average hot long take of their window. There, it's
1: done. They they have some. You're you were gonna look at that Saints team coming next year, and you're not gonna recognize it. I don't think. I don't know if they can afford Jameis. You think he's okay? So uh, okay, what is he worth then? Because he didn't. He was was on a one-year deal. If you're, if you are uh, New England, do you take a shot at him?
0: I thought that that New England was going to trade for uh, Winston a long time ago. Yeah,
1: that one could go. I mean, depending on what happens with Watson. Eat Ws. Oh my god. I mean, do you go to Washington? Speaking of W's, like where do you go? Is Alex Smith the long-term answer there? No. No. Heineken. How much are you going to pay? <laughs> no. How much is Jameis going to try and get? And I, I just think the the dire situation they're in with the cap. This think is going
0: to be. Do you think they draft a quarterback? Oh yeah, pretty happy. Guy?
1: Have to. they got to take one within the first two to
0: so, so we'll know what their plan is with their two quarterbacks. You're going to know at the
1: end of April what, if, what they're looking at.
0: Because if they draft a quarterback in the first two rounds, you know that both those guys are not the option. No. If Winston's gone and Hill's going to be a backup. I don't
1: see... Well, Winston's a free agent. Winston's on the one. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But,
0: like, he... Like, they're not going to resign sign him. Basically, no, um, if they drop the quarterback, they're not re-signing Winston. Because
1: I think Taysom Hill has one or two more years of contract, yes. under contract. They just
0: signed him to, I think, $100 million, but it was for, like, two or three years or something like that. Taysom? Yeah, they just signed him again last year.
1: He got an extension?
0: Yeah, I believe he got an extension. So, I th- I, it's going to be sad. I mean, everyone loves the Saints. It's not like it's – that's a town of, that's been through so much. And without Drew Brees now, I mean, I, it'll be sad to kind of see them go – I mean, a lot of people... It's look, tough to say, but I ch- I truly do think that would... I mean, that defense is still there a little bit. I just don't think
2: they're going to be able to put up points. Well, and the other thing is,
0: is who, look who you're playing in your division, though. I mean, that's going to be a tough division you with You still Tom. have the Falcons. You, you still have Tom. And we don't even know if
1: Matt Ryan oh, yeah. and Julio Jones are going to be there. Taysom Hill's getting $10.5 million. He's actually one of the second-highest backups in the league, so that's a lot of money. Cheap money for a starter. True, true, but they're gonna have to probably match that either with Jameis. You know, he's gonna want more. He's he walks into that contract negotiating, like, are you gonna make me the starter? Pay me more than Taysom because I'm not gonna have that, yeah, he's hanging just... over me, you know, and most guys, rightly so. But yeah, Taysom, Hill, I did not realize he was being paid that much.
0: Yeah, sorry, on the hundred million, that was the That's <laughs> like 10 million, anyways. Well, what's wh- a zero between friends, <laughs> <then>? <laughs> exactly. Well, looking forward to a little NFL headlines now. My own Philadelphia Eagles oh. hired a coach today. Nick, I'm sorry if I butcher this, Sirianni, former Colts offensive coordinator, comes from the Frank Reich coaching tree. Can they turn? Can he turn the organization? What are your around? thoughts, Ryan? I want to hear you're your thoughts. You're the resident Eagle, uh, Hunter. Yeah, you know, this Eagle. is a tough one for me because I understand where the Eagles front office is coming from. Carson wins. If they want to keep him, he succeeded under that Colts, you know, Frank's, leadership and was really good so i mean that part makes sense but i just don't like it eric uh man why do i enemy? the The enemy enemy. i thought that would have been a much better hire you know i just even josh mcdaniels would have been a better hire i know he didn't succeed with the broncos when he was the head coach there for a little bit but i just you know just like the Jalen rager pick i don't know what we're doing in our front office it's it's a bummer to me. I thought there were some better options out there, but hey, I hope he proves me wrong. A little fun fact the last three coaches of the Eagles have been all visor guys, so maybe that means another Super Bowl is coming down the line. Oh a little
1: superstition. God. What do you think the Eagles do with uh Carson Wentz? Yes,
0: I
2: wanted to ask you that too.
1: Oh man. I think cause you owe him so much money,
0: cause it's the same thing. You're oh, gonna yeah. have to pay Follow the money. Yeah. you're gonna have to pay him to not play. And they owe him a lot of money. They just paid him last year. So I think that that. The new offense, it's a fresh start. It's a fresh start because if Doug Peterson would have come back and Wentz didn't leave or anything, you have that awkwardness. New I head guess, coach, yeah,
2: it kind of is a fresh start. A new head start. coach,
0: Jalen Hurts, wins. you both are competing for that one spot. Whoever's a better OTAs and a better a preseason, you're in. I mean, that's what he could do, but I mean, like I said. I feel said, like that's what he, they should do. I think the front office for the Eagles is, is where it's going to hurt them. They Howie Roseman is so involved with player decisions that – it's going to hurt them in the long run if he doesn't let this new head coach come in and do what he wants to do. Hoping they trade up, maybe
1: draft another quarterback or get
0: Devonta Smith. I really want Devonta Smith.
1: so He could be good for them. I think they need a solid wide receiver to help go along with that. Um, mm-hmm. God, I'm blanking on his name right now. but Alshon Jeffrey. Jeffrey, thank you. Alshon Jeffrey, he's just not a – Greg Ward two years ago wasn't, wasn't even in the league. Yep, and then you have – Taylor Rager, he had the injury year and he's young. He's Zachary's. just like, Justin Jefferson. How do you pass up on LSU's Justin Jefferson last year? It still, still crap haunts you, me. But uh, haunts they do me. have some pieces to work around. Miles Sanders, he's he is If he a, can stay healthy. Yeah, and that's that's all NFL players. But he's a bona fide number one running back. You got Dallas Goddard. I think the end – I think you're going to switch. You're going to see a change in the guard there. With Zach Ertz taking a secondary role. I think he gets Dallas traded. Goddard. It's possible. And he could just be a straight-up cash capsule or cap capsule. I don't know what his contract looks like. But Dallas Goddard is the future at the tight end position. He balled out this year. Yeah, definitely very good. Well,
0: I mean, it's going to be an interesting season this year for the Eagles. I'm hoping that they build around uh, Carson Wentz or Hurts, however they see fit, and maybe get a little help on defense. But let's, uh, let's talk about what's coming now. We've got Patrick Mahomes. Can the Chiefs win without him? He's been practicing all week. And I assume he's going to play on Sunday. But if he doesn't play, can Chad Henney get it done? Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to play. He was in step three out of
2: five in the concussion protocol as of yesterday, and it looked like he was practicing today. Step four, I think, was like a light practice, such as, like, running. Gotta get that guy that's not not affiliated with the team. Yeah, so it's really going to come down to what that independent neurological consultant says. (laughs) Big
0: words
1: on average (laughs) sports. a
2: I think he's going to play.
1: Yeah, my... Short answer is, if he doesn't, can they win? No. Absolutely not. They will get bust rolled right out of there. Their defense is average. Mahomes makes it better because they force teams to score because they can score anywhere on the field. Yes. Yes. Chad Henney does not strike fear into any (laughs) defensive players or offensive players who are standing on the sidelines. With Mahomes getting into kind of looking ahead in the preview, I, I think... Kansas City rolls, but he changes that offense so much. Just not the one in the way he can see the game, move around, but the throws that he does are just stupid. Mm-hmm. Not even the no-look throws, just the arm, the arm angle throwing, the sidearm. He's got that baseball background that so many guys do that Russell Wilson feels like he pioneered, but there's probably ones before him, but Mahomes is so integral. I think, he, like you said, Rick, I think he plays. He's going through the percussion uh, protocol even heard a thing that they said it might not have even been a, a concussion. concussion. And it yeah. was... some nerve impingement, something like that.
0: Well, it I we referenced the Pat McAfee show quite a bit on here, but if you listen to yesterday's podcast, uh he they were talking about how his neck got brought down by you know, how it like a geese, if they were gonna be killed by someone that they would bring it down. Yeah. It looks like it might have been a little choking from the Browns guy. So um definitely gonna be interesting. I mean Chad Henney was pretty average with the Dolphins in Jacksonville throwing uh, 12 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. You're being nice. Year. Chad
1: Henney's mom thinks he was average. Like, <laughs> no. he, he was not good, but he got it done. Like He did what his backup's supposed to do. He came in two biggest plays get of his done. life and oh. got it done, but good on them, and I'm excited for that game when we it's, get to it. It's going to
0: be a great game. Well, this has been the talk of many, many podcasts, many, many sports fan- fans around the world. The Hall of Fame. We've got three big guys, and I've got a little fourth guy that I want to bring up as well. We've got uh, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, Big Ben. Are they? They're they, Two of those guys are retiring. Big Ben might be. Um, out of those three, who are Hall of Famers and why? Nick?
1: Okay. Right now, I've been excited and looking forward to this discussion all week since I knew I was coming on the show. We're hyped, too. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Drew Brees, no doubt, yes. Hall of Fame. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Just put him in. Yeah, first Just round smack Hall of the Famer. Gavel. A unanimous decision. Just you know, here's Go Pasco. Go. Collect your two hundred dollars <laughs> in your Hall of Fame jacket. You're in. Glad Big Ben. Agree. I think Big Ben comes back and plays next year. I don't think he's done. Mm-hmm. When he is finally done, he's in. agree. Now to the man of the hour. Phillip first Rivers. off, Philip Rivers. Congratulations on an excellent career. Again, I feel old when I now remember him being drafted with Eli, with Big Ben in that first round. I remember round. That. I
0: have a poster of that draft class. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's great. He had a very good career. He is not going to the Hall of Fame.
0: Not in at all. In my opinion. No. Not at all, In ever. my
1: opinion. I Unfortunately, he'll probably get in because he accumulated so many stats. Yes. Let me do, again, I got some average research for you. Oh, I love it. I the last to that five one. years. The average passing yards per game in the NFL has been 250 yards, roughly, okay? Let's say he's an above-average quarterback. So you give him 270-some-odd yards. You give him 15 games a year, so maybe he misses a game here or there. And any quarterback that you're going to assume for the Hall of Fame needs to play probably 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. So let's call it 290 yards per game, 15 games per season, 15 years. That gives you 65,250 yards. Guess where that would rank in the all-time list?
0: I'll
1: tell you. Probably
0: seven. Uh, I was going to say like So an shakes. above
1: average quarterback. Above average. He's only 40 yards above the average quarterback. Is the average quarterback in the Hall of Fame worthy?
0: Ooh. Question?
1: No, I mean, it's not a participation trophy.
2: No, this no, is I the Hall like of that's Fame. I feel like that's what it's coming to, though. Exactly. Eli's getting in.
1: Oh, my Eli God. Eli will get in because he's got the, and fair or not, he the has Super the Boy. two Super Bowls. Yeah. He has the moments. And I at least will give the argument that when you tell the story of the NFL of those years. The Patriots and the Giants. Patriots and the Giants. Eli has to be mentioned of that. He won the Super Bowls. He's got two of them. And Eli himself is in the eighth or ninth spot. Yeah. Again, to Philip Rivers' point, the average touchdown passes in the NFL is 27 per season. Mm-hmm. Again, give him that same stat. So he can miss a game here and there. Let's put him above average again. 29 touchdowns per year. Only two more per year. Okay. Two more per year. Totally doable, especially in this day and age of a passing league. Yes. Fifteen years, fifteen games. That would put him at four hundred and thirty-five touchdowns for his career. Guess where that would put that player? Fifth. Fifth. Are we rewarding above averageness or is this the hall of freaking fame? What are you are you, are you more you ha you can't compare it to those lists of Joe Montana johnny united fran tarkenton even dan marino because the game is different so you have to put those stats in context uh Vinny testaverde is like 15th uh baker mayfield is on his way guys matthew stafford is already on that list i think yes. he's 13th yep is matthew stafford going to be in the hall of fame are we literally just going to start putting guys that cross 50 and 60 thousand yards in the hall of fame yeah. i ask you no, I mean, I
2: don't think we should. It's supposed to be the Hall of Fame greatness we're talking here. So, I no, I don't think we should. You can't abort above
0: averageness. This is the National Freaking Football League. I think the tough thing is, is this what the best the league is? I mean, if you're looking at it from that, because your point was the league is changing. Mm-hmm. So, is this the best that it is now and that's why they're being awarded? Or because I was I was saying today at the gym Philip Rivers is going to get passed in the next couple of years. Yes. I mean, it's not yeah. I mean, Mahomes is going to school him. Josh Allen is going to school and him. And so there's there's records that are going to be broken. But that doesn't I mean, he got eight Pro Bowls. Who gives a crap what Philip Rivers got? Eight Pro Bowls? That's such a garbage like something I know, I was going to say
1: the 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 7th best quarterback some years gets yeah, because into there's the Pro there's so many bowl. alternates. The the guys that play so all those years that Tom Brady and Peyton Manning yeah. were playing in the playoffs, didn't so go to worse. the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl yeah. Guess who was the subs then? They went in. We can probably, Jeff Garcia made a Pro Bowl mm-hmm. one year back in the day. Guys, with the, yeah, he guys, with the 49ers. Yeah, guys, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't necessarily. it's not the it's not the Hall of Pro Bowlers. <laughs> if it's if it's the Hall of Pro Bowlers, he's one of the best ones. It's the Hall of Fame.
0: I will say for my argument of why I don't think he should be in cuz I was really on the fence. Uh, my first take was, nah, screw him, he doesn't need to be in. I've
2: kind of been on the fence.
0: I, and then I started doing some research, and I was like, okay, fifth in career passing, fifth in career um, touchdowns. I mean, he, he has the personal stat resume. I mean, when you're down in a lot of games, and you have to come back and score, if you look at a lot of the games he played in, they were down. So he had to throw the ball. Garbage time touchdowns, garbage time points. I know it's not fantasy football, but it still bugs me. I think, like you said with Eli Manning, he has a story. He has something. Phillip Rivers, he played
1: 252 games. In the last, in the last 15 years, when you made a list of all the great quarterbacks for AFC or NFC or just in the Phillip NFL. Rivers wasn't on it. Is, to, is Phillip Rivers making your top three or four of that list of, at, at any given point of his era? No, because you have Brady. You have Manning, you have Rodgers, you have Breeze, you have Eli, you have Big Ben who's going to get in, you have all these guys, and then that's not even counting the flash in the pants. It's it's sad, but the Hall of Fame should be somewhere up there. And another one, just kind of, it goes to his, I don't want to call him average. He's not an average quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. His career touchdown to interception ratio was two to one. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not good. Well, and that's the thing is is on the
0: Pat McAfee shield, they're hyping him up because he would throw an interception and then go on the sideline and cheer his teammates up. I'm like, yeah,
1: that's a, that's what you're paid to do. Yeah, he is a leader. He is a, a captain. A, that's <laughs> you, you threw the interception. You better go get them. I've said, guys, that's on me. I'll come back and get it. He's going to, when you look back, and granted, five years from now, just like you said, his stats might even be passed up by then. I, in 20 years, I'm not talking about Phillip Rivers. No. To my kids,
2: I'm I not I mean, ex- I am. I love that Froman
1: moment. Oh, okay. Well, his,
0: <laughs> so, I'll show them videos of what not to He's do. He's
1: a great trash talker. Yes. Great, funny guy to listen to. He is a very good quarterback. Now, that's my opinion. and It sounds like we're at, I'm actually surprised. I thought I was going to have to come in here and whip you young bucks. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to argue with someone tonight, too. So, we'll, so um, we're a little bit of the echo chamber in here, and that's okay. Great minds think alike. I I worry... <laughs> that in five, six, seven years, people are going to look at his stats and be like, oh, well, maybe he got it. He, he, You really have to take the context of what the league is now. Like I said earlier, the Bills, they went 25 plays without running an actual run play in a playoff game. They're just throwing it around Sling the yard. the rock. You know, when you look at it, the how devalued the running back has been, it's all on the quarterback.
0: Oh, my goodness. Got,
1: yeah. I'm, I don't even need to use my, my completion stats. Again, okay. <laughs> average. I mean, the thing is, is when you're talking about the Hall of Fame.
0: I mean, I don't know why we care so much about the Hall of Fame. I mean, to us, it doesn't matter who's actually in because it doesn't affect no, my daily still... life. But we get hyped about it because we watch. I know you watch just as much football. You as love the game. We love the game, and I, oh, we, you, the game and, we the game. and we respect, respect the, the game. game, and we want what's best for the NFL because we love I mean, it. Like it's I'll give
2: Philip Rivers his credit where it's due. You know, 252 starts. That's impressive. In ACL, starts, Torrey playing on 07, ACL. Yeah. I mean, you also got to think about him. You know, when he makes the playoffs, where do you have to play? You have to play go through Manning in Indy and in Denver, and maybe
1: Tom, Brady. and maybe
2: Brady in New England,
1: and maybe that might be his saving grace and later. Man. And, and Big Ben and on Flacco. Yeah. I mean, that, Flacco
2: was the, really the only one to maybe that, that is
1: his saving grace at the end when they because the knock is going to be there. The glaring hole in his resume is right. no championship. Yeah. Never made know, it That ball, would be my Phil, Rip,
2: Philip Rivers argument. That's you're your, going through the top two guys. Every that's your year. sob story. And then you got to play. Oh, yeah, then your sob he,
0: story. No, <laughs> that's your sob
1: story. You're 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 20 years into it, and it's the the veterans committee. You know, they took 40 years to get Jerry Kramer for the Packers into the Hall of Fame. Maybe it's one of those things to be like, God, you feel sorry for this poor sob. <laughs> he had to play with Peyton Manning and Drew Brees and and Tom Brady and all that stuff and and I all think these Hall of Famers. Yeah,
0: you're playing against Aaron Rodgers. I mean, five Greger. guaranteed. Honestly, the other five or six quarterbacks are first round ballot yeah. in Hall of Famers, and so you're that going to go yeah. through
1: them to get there. And he played in the AFC. And so right there in his entire career, he lived through the age of Brady. Well yeah, I mean,
2: and then he had to play those guys, and then it's NFC. You're getting yeah. a Rodgers team, a Breeze team. Well, he never even um,
1: made it to the, the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Think about, I, may, I don't know how, maybe I'm making myself four. It's a sympathetic case, but he still did not get in. No. He had the unfortunate thing of going through Manning's career and going through Tom Brady's career.
0: I will say, I will say in his defense, what does it say about him as a quarterback, though, being ranked fifth? Against up them, he competed with them. I I don't like the argument. He didn't have weapons when he was with the Chargers because he had LT. He had LT. He, he had, had Malcolm Floyd. Gates. Malcolm, Flo- Malcolm Vincent Floyd. Vincent Jackson. He had guys in the prime Gates. of their Antonio Gates. Gates. Had and the then best he has he had Keelan Allen at the at the beginning of his career yep. and end of his time with the Chargers.
1: It's, I think it's it's not the Hall of Very Good. It's, it's the a, Hall of Fame. Fame. Well, I have a little mix
0: for you guys, and I know, it's, I know it's a little bit of a surprise. I've heard some rumbling and grumblings on the Twitter sphere that Tony Romo should be considered for the Hall of Fame. Some people think he's kind of going to be like a, a a Philip Rivers. I don't know. I don't think he deserves it. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't know. That. Sorry to spice it I don't, up. But... I don't.
1: You
2: caught me off guard there. Tony Romo. No, I think he should keep his job at CBS because
1: I love... Jim Nance and Tony Romo in the booth. Here's how I'm going to answer that. And since this is off topic, he'll make the Hall of Fame.
0: As an announcer?
1: As a broadcaster.
0: Yes, who will be in the NFL Hall of Fame He a He's great. Shout out. He
1: can get into the Hall of Fame after, and I can see, I don't know how old Jim Nance is, but I can see them being this 20, 30-year team, and he can get into the Hall of Fame that way as a oh, player? I no. would love that. But that would be one of those you make a bar bet with one of your buddies, and 30 <laughs> years from now, Tony Romo is in the Hall of Fame as an announcer. You could win you, some money. Yeah. I wonder what the I wonder what the odds what the NFL futures are. Let's let's get on uh let's, let's get, get on, on one it. of the the <laughs> what are your thoughts. Sites. Ryan, what do you think? I Romo? think t-
0: comparatively speaking, Tony Romo didn't play as long as Philip Rivers, and he didn't play as long as Eli Manning. Close. He played for 13 years. His stats are almost ident. If I trajectory speaking would have had the almost identical stats to Phillip Rivers. I don't see him being a Hall of Famer. The dude couldn't win the playoffs. Remember his fumbled snap? He cost the Cowboys that year. I mean, I just I couldn't believe it when I heard
1: it. So Shoulda, woulda, couldas doesn't mean anything for the Hall of Fame. He is not, <sighs> speaking of Tony Romo, even in the top 10 of passing yards for the NFL, he's not in the top 10, actually top 15 for touchdowns. He his best shot if he wants to do that, and he's great. He is great at the at the broadcasting. That's his in, yeah. not in not in as a player. The tough thing with Tony Romo is he didn't win a Super Bowl
0: either. I mean, he didn't even get close to it. So it'll it definitely will be interesting when his time comes.
1: I think you know, like we said, Rivers will be. He'll probably get in. He'll probably get in based on the sentimental thing, and it's one of those just. Me, personally, I don't think he deserves it based on what you should be when you look at the context of the time now. Like, that's my thing is look where we're playing. Look look at the era that you're in is really what you need to think of. Well, speaking of uh, that Texas state with Tony
0: Romo, we've got Deshaun Watson. Now more vocal in his, his want to leave the Houston Texans. He hasn't, according to a very close source of ours, Mark says he hasn't hit what requesting a trade for would be – uh, publicly so he's I,
2: done everything there's a line that says i want to be traded like oh, right he's, here he's right
1: here right below that line he has a tweet saved in his draft yes that will have some funny emoji or gif and it will say trade me he is at that point yes he yeah. had the cryptic text of i was at a two and now i'm at a 10 <laughs> i feel bad for him and i will say this i typically don't like when athletes professional athletes sign a contract play it for a year or two especially on their second one or something Mm -hmm. like that where they're getting compensated i get on the first ones where they're grossly outperforming their contract when you sign something work it and and play out that contract as long as the team is doing everything that they can to keep you in a good positive situation i don't think they're doing that's the caveat houston is a sham of a team since the Kubiak years, yeah, <laughs> it's not a surprise that they're the last NFL team without a head coach. He hates who they're bringing well, in. Well, because general manager. Bill O'Brien just <laughs> that yeah, Bill yeah. O'Brien league. took
2: that. Let's throw Hopkins <laughs> over here in the first. Yeah. you want a first round? You get a first round.
1: You He's like, let me round. drive this bus of kids off the cliff. Yeah. Wow, Jesus. Bill O'Brien burned that team down to the <laughs> ground. Yeah, and that and I get it. Like I get his frustration. So this is going to be one of the few te- few times. I actually side with the player in this, in this where it's like, I don't care if I'm on the contract. I don't care if you guys pay me an extension. You have totally screwed me over as far as what you put on the field. And just like Andre Johnson said, they wasted his entire career.
0: Andy Andre Hopkins. Yeah. Didn't well, it.
1: Hopkins, they finally cut free, and he's hopefully yeah. going to have a good career They're with Arizona. All out for the Cardinals. I feel like he's him yeah. in fantasy. Hopkins? I just, I don't know.
0: he. Looks uh, he's like 27, been- I think. But he's, just, oh, he's, he's been good for years. so long. He's got a few more years.
1: Deshaun Watson deserves to go to winner. I alluded to this earlier in the podcast. I would love for the Niners to trade for him. I think it would be a little crazy, but I can see Miami doing it because they have the ammunition to do it. I don't
2: know if you heard this song before, but I like
1: Deshaun Watson to Miami, Tua to that Texas. it would take something like that.
2: It would and take swap swap that first.
1: Two or three. Oh, well, yeah. They need I mean, if you're the Miami, do you make that trade? You just took Tua. Well, so the NFL has Swap already ruled him, and then out like whatever first.
0: team is going to take Watson in a trade. He's valued at three first rounders and another high valued pick with some sort of guarantee. It's he okay, well, but here's so my he's thing. He's so much. Here's my thing. Your new the new GM Nick Casario. What are you doing to try and keep Watson? And and he hasn't done anything. They're good. They, they brought in nothing. the coach. They brought in the coach that they wanted. That Watson wanted to interview a a little too late, in my opinion. I mean. I mean, that's. I feel like that's the only way you can really win him over. Is I, don't, say, I think it's. I think who it's, do you want on the coaching staff?
1: I think it's almost unless you give him total control, which they would never. I do. think you 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 pass that point, and I think if you're, you you go to him. You don't want it to get pub, you don't want to get public because uh-huh. you lose a lot of leverage if it's public. You say, "Deshaun, we'll work behind the scenes. Please don't go to the public. Please, please, please. We've screwed you over until now. We'll get you out of here. Yeah, you have to. You have to get something. You can. I don't think he holds out, but. He, I hope for his sake as a player, because he's a phenomenal player, he can get out of that, that dumpster fire that is Houston. I mean, look at Matt Stafford's career. Kind of the same trajectory. Wasted. I
0: You know, and it bums me out. And I would say, I know Matt Ryan went to the Super Bowl. I think Matt's, Matt Ryan's career was wasted as well. They never had a defense for that Falcons team. No. They had Julio and Cal. They, they could draft receivers, but they were on a running back carousel. Is DJ he a Hall of Famer? Matt Ryan. He set records for the Falcons, so he'll be in the the Atlanta Falcons Hall of Fame.
1: But I yeah, don't know if he's getting he the Golden at least has the MVP. Where I don't think Rivers had an MVP. True, he had an MVP season. He Made at least got the Super Bowl. Bowl. was gonna win the site twenty eight to three. Someone like, you... the Eagles almost blew it too when they played the Patriots. But if he gets into the the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame voting should be twenty eight votes for yes and three no. Just just to Boys. troll just to troll yes. him one last time. Mm-hmm. I That's think the only way you can get in without yeah. doing the average research. I think I think Matt Ryan has a better case, mm-hmm. but he might be one of those accumulators as well. Like you're really going to have to look at this at Matt Stafford, at Philip Rivers, at Matt Ryan. I'm trying to think some of the guys that are still have six, seven years left in as, them <laughs> as as that were they great or did they just play long enough in an air where they chucked the ball around? That's going to be tough. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the the Hall of Fame for them. Stay tuned for the podcast in 10 years when we debate this. (laughs)
0: Well, Deshaun Watson's definitely headed out of Houston, unfortunately, for that franchise. I think he could end up with the 49ers. The Falcons, if they decide to dump Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, that's the only way they're going to be able to retain, uh, which doesn't really help Deshaun um maybe the panthers is another team that's turned around and then a surprise favorite right now if you're into betting is the new york jets i don't know why but he wants to go to new york a lot of cryptic texts going out he wants to be in new york potentially coming from his own instagram so deshaun i mean maybe
1: you go to the bears second chance at you you took trubisky over you so that would be a redemption story for the bears they passed up to Dra- trade it up to get Trubisky. <laughs> what a joke. When they could have had her back. Deshaun Watson fall into his lap. And just Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah <laughs> the old scorn lover right there. Well, we're
0: going to look into this weekend. I mean, oh, championship, we championship weekend. weekend. I'm excited for this one. I know you guys are as well. Uh, the first game's kicking off at 105 Boise Standard Time. Bucks at Packers. Brady's 4 and 2 against the Packers with a large victory over them this year. Who you got, Nick?
1: I am taking the Packers in this one. Ooh! I think they're a more complete team. This is actually two outstanding teams. Great offenses. You kind of have the big three for both. On the Green Bay, you got Tanyan. Devonta Adams is the best wide receiver in the league. And then Aaron Jones. And, of course, you got Aaron Rodgers just playing at a high level. Uh, MBS, Marquez Valdez-Gantling is a good burner. He kind of has a case of the drop (laughs) sometimes. Versus, and I know they're not going against each other, but this is where it's going to get into a high-scoring game. You got Brady. Mm -hmm. You got Chris Godwin. You got Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. And Gronk was going to have his three catches for 30 yards and And a touchdown probably. Some bullshit. (laughs) I think, I really do think it's going to come down to the fact that Green Bay's running game is just a little bit more in sync, a little bit better than the hodgepodge that is Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. So I would call it i'm putting bets i'm gonna go something like 38 35 green so bay. they cover yeah I, yeah
0: it's 51 I, when i looked last it was 51 yeah i think you, you know if
1: you're looking at the the boys in vegas if if what's the line at right now is it i
0: thought it was i thought it was a, it was they were
2: plus a, the bucks were plus three i think so, it's going it, to change since then though.
1: yeah i'm gonna look it up right here so you got yeah three and a half right now for green bay so they i don't know if they cover But the over-under is only 51. I'm thinking way above that. I'm thinking this is a good enough scoring. But just because good defenses, but you literally have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks.
2: Going Just going
1: at it with high-flying offenses. This is the best offense Tom Brady has had. Sorry, I know you're a Patriots fan, but he's had scrubs since then. And I would like to say congratulations to Tom Brady. For finally being in the league for 21 years. Wow. And finally making it to an NFC championship NFC, game.
0: first Finally NFC broke down that crazy.
1: I feel bad for the guy. He's only been to this game once. It's his first time. <laughs> I hope he has a good career. He's the
2: first quarterback <laughs> to play in uh, conference champion. In Is he really? In different
0: decades. God, that man's disgusting. You know, and I used to, I honestly, I hate Tom Brady, but I'll give credit where credit's due. That guy... That guy is the true go to football. I mean, he might have a little competition with Patrick Mah- Mahomes. It'll be the LeBron-Michael Jordan debate there, I believe.
1: Patty um, Mahomes has a long way. You, you forgot a guy named Joe Montana there, young buck. Well, Joe Montana. But as much or... as a lifelong Niners fan, as hard as it is to say, Tom Brady is above Joe Montana. <laughs> I mean, he's six. When you have six, when you have, <laughs> you have to go do multiple <laughs> yeah. fans. I have so many rings, I'm on two hands. For real. It's it's hard to fight that.
0: I don't think I don't think uh, I don't know. I think it's supposed to snow there, it is. which makes me a little concerned about the pass game. Tom Brady has played in Gillette Stadium for his whole entire career, so he's probably used to that. But the rest of the boys might not be used to that. I know what they're you pro taking, Ryan? I'm taking the Packers, man. Go cheeseheads! I want Aaron Rodgers to have a day. All of our friends are Packers fans. I don't. I mean, all right. Well,
2: Bucks are getting back their D tackle Vita Vea. Um, so I think that's going to be pretty big for them um, and their defense moving forward. Packers played the best pass defense a week ago in the mm-hmm. Rams, and now they play the league's best rush defense. So how'd that page, work out for that pass defense? Yeah.
1: So
2: we'll we'll see how that goes there. But you know, Tom Brady's got them boys clicking. He's fourteen and two Uh-oh. in games. Under 32 degrees. It's going to be snowy and cold. Give me the Bucks on the road. Oh, what? Upset is- alert. Let's go. But 31-28. Ryan Suckup, late field goal. Ooh. Do you really? You're, sends the Bucks? You're the You're saying he hole. keeps the
1: Patriot fashion going and, and yeah. wins on a late field they're goal. They're going to plow. They're going to have to <laughs> kick <laughs> out the kickoff. <laughs> they
0: You know, I don't know if you can call it an upset. Because Tom Brady is the quarterback of the Buccaneers. Yeah, I don't. I'm just calling mm, it from the betters. Oh I know the, the, better, the Vegas. Yes. I know the
1: boys in Vegas got it as yeah. The the Bucks are favored. You're basically, in my opinion, this would be the ultimate pick'em game. I, For real. You know, I I totally see this as close. It's just really where you think
0: pick'em straight. Pick'em, lot of money on the pick'em. I bet, it's eh? True, yeah. Plus three, you could win some money on. Ryan, that.
2: I went back into the average sport take Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, back in the time chamber. Listen to that first episode, pal.
0: Bucks win, Chiefs win. Rick, Super Bowl pick nailed it. it. I had the Chiefs versus the Seahawks. Uh, not my best that pick. Looked, that looked
1: good in September and yeah, uh, October, October and, then, yeah. and then Russ started cooking with microwave ramen. But it's all right.
0: <laughs> so I've got the Buccaneers here with Rick and Nick. You're taking Green Bay. I'm taking
1: Green Bay, but it's a pick'em game if you're the Vegas. Yeah, give me Green so Bay yeah. by by three, and what's technically would you got be the, Packers the Packers there,
0: Ryan? Yep, I got the Packers. Do the as well. one.
1: We shall see. Put it put it on the board.
0: And then our late game at 440 Boise Standard Time, Bills at Chiefs. We watched Josh Allen have an MVP season. Arguably going to be one of his best seasons, most likely. But the Chiefs, if Patrick Mahomes plays, are just Patrick Mahomes, the reigning NFL champions. I mean, who do you got in this one, guys? um it sounds like
2: patty mahomes is gonna play like we said earlier on um that offense is just too dynamic to stop they can just score and score and score and score and score and score so bills have a pretty good defense so maybe they can um try and slow them down and they got a pretty dynamic offense there with Stephon diggs and josh allen um but i think if the patty mahomes is playing i think it's he will score more points, and I don't think the Bills will be able to keep up.
1: I agree. Everything kind of kind of hinges on Patrick Mahomes. I mean, this is a completely, completely different game if Patrick Mahomes doesn't start. But you got the Bills. This is an offensive game. Both of these defenses are both average. They're run of the mill. The Bills scoring 31.3 points per game. That was second in the league. The Chiefs, which seems odd to say, were the sixth best scoring offense at 296 but I almost feel like the Chiefs were toying with teams this year, where they didn't really have to like put their put their throats on them. They like everyone knows that they can score. With that said, I think the Chiefs, if again Patrick Mahomes plays, I think the Chiefs roll in this one. I think they win by a good solid two touchdowns. Wow. I'm, I'm I don't think I think Josh Allen. I I think the moment might be a little too big for him. This is I mean it's going to be the biggest game of his career. That's an understatement. But I think he has a good game. But I just, I just think that with a healthy Patrick Mahomes, healthy Tyreek Kill, Travis Kelsey, there's just so many weapons. And I want to watch the practice reports with Sammy Watkins. I know he doesn't do a ton this year, but he's kind of another one of those outside guys that can get open and just gives Patrick Mahomes another weapon on the outside. Wasn't like I said, wasn't a huge thing, but he averaged 11 yards per catch. It's kind of one of that safety blankets. Yeah, McCall Hardman's great. They, they, there's so much speed on that offense, and that's what worries me is that they can just score in bunches. and I think this is where they ramp up. They say, All right, we're going to the Super Bowl, we're going to score, you know, 42, 44 points, something like that. And I just see Patrick Mahomes going, and that's not even, we're not even mentioning Clyde Edwards Alaire if he plays.
2: Which I think he will
1: think he will well Le'Veon's washed up I mean give me give me Daryl Williams Mm -hmm. give me Darwin Thompson I think just in complimentary roles but Darrell Williams in that you saw what happened in the last game Le'Veon Bill was kind of a non-factor but Daryl Williams can catch the ball in the backfield he can run the ball but this is going to be the Mahomes show and that's like I said I'm calling by good solid 14.
0: Yeah I'm taking the Chiefs in this one as well go you know I, I've got some pretty big Chiefs fans that live not too far away from here. Excited to maybe throw a little Super Bowl party. So, I, I'm excited for the Chiefs. I think they've got this one of my home plays. It's going to be high scoring. Um, like, defenses aren't the greatest, as Nick pointed out. So, I think they're going to cover, I think, 42. Probably, actually, I'll give me give me a 48 to 35. I think that's going to be the final. So, all it's going right, to be a high scoring right. game.
1: So, your Super Bowl picks. Chiefs and... Chiefs Packers?
0: and Se- no Chiefs and Seahawks. Well, oh it'll no, be, for right it, now, it, yeah, it'll this be week. the Chiefs and the pa- Packers. Chiefs and pay. Packers.
1: I got the Chiefs and Packers, so we're going old school. Yeah, that was the first Super Bowl back in the sixties, the old AFL NFL. Yep. that was then. That was the old uh, Hank Stram matriculating ball down the field, and you got the Bucks and Chiefs. Correct, Chiefs Bucks. Yeah, Ooh, I like it. I like it. I like it. It's gonna be a fun couple I'm weeks
0: coming up. So. Rick, take us to that hardwood. What do we got going on with college basketball? Let's head over to
2: some college hoops, fellas. All right. The first AP poll came out this week, and neither Duke, North Carolina, or Kentucky were ranked for the first time as a group since 1961. So let me just throw some questions at you boys. Do you think they make the tournament? What does this mean for their recruiting programs? How does this affect college basketball moving forward? Give me your thoughts here.
1: Okay, the easy one. Do they make the tournament? Right now, I'm saying yes, and I'm going to say agree. yes because I think one, it's name recognition. Two, they're kind of average right now. I think Duke is eight and five. They're kind of floating around. I think if they Duke's can keep...
2: five and four, North Carolina nine and five, Kentucky four and nine. There you
1: go. If they can get to five hundred or above it, and then make a run in their conference tournaments, as, as long as they still play them with COVID, yeah. you never yeah. know. They're gonna go in. The good thing about the tourney is it's what sixty-eight teams now, basically. Basic, and you got all the division winners, Boise the State. Winners. Gotta gotta bet on Boise State. I bet. They're no, they're gonna be in. They're gonna be like a. Probably gonna be a, a nine or a ten seed. Yeah. To say that Duke Cinderella action. To say that Duke, <laughs> North Carolina and Kentucky can't be an eleven seed or a twelve seed. Yeah. That's where I'm like, okay, they're gonna get in. Most likely, they could have a total collapse. You never know, but I think they're in. I think
0: it's going to be interesting, more on the recruiting side. They get in. I mean, just based on who their coaches are, people want to watch those teams play. I'm sorry, those are the th- one of the those are probably the top five in fan bases yeah. for college basketball. They're going to pay a lot of money to be at games, so you got to also look at ticket sales if you're the NCAA. But I think it's going to affect recruiting. To be honest with you, I know they had a COVID year, but Baylor had a COVID year. Every other school has had to deal with COVID, so. I think that it kind of drops him. I mean, if I have to pick between whoever's going to win the national championship and is ranked one versus Duke, you're basically picking if you want to play for a coach who could retire soon. He's older.
1: I mean, but he's the goat. He's the goat. It's still Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, to,
0: or you go to Baylor, who's going for number one, trying to be the number one. I mean, Gonzaga's number one. Um, so and Baylor's up there too. So, I mean. It's going to change recruiting a little bit. You have to give some respect to other teams now.
1: I don't know if it's going to affect recruiting too much. Like I said, they're still, like you said, they're the Blue Bloods they're of blue college bloods. Of
0: basketball. Yeah, the other two Blue Bloods are
2: Kansas and UCLA.
1: And can they had their down years, and they came right back. Yeah. UCLA's playing really well. 1965,
2: there's only been four Final Fours without one of those five teams. Wow. Yeah. That was 1979, 1983, 1985, and then the most recent, 2013.
1: Wow. I think they'll be in. Be I mean, Kansas three, is well. looking
2: the best. I think Kentucky's kind of struggling right now. They're below 500, Coach K
1: and they're Coach they're Callum about Hart, to sorry. go
2: through the SEC. You know, Alabama has been smacking teams around. They're weird to say for back college yeah, basketball. Yeah, that's not. Too, it is
1: weird. It is definitely a, it's fitting saw, with COVID where nothing I, makes sense.
2: I saw they had a record night last night, like 28 threes against LSU a couple nights ago, and
0: LSU not playing bad as well. That's a tough pick'em game so, for betters. It's definitely interesting when you look at what's happening with college basketball kind of the shift this year just think boise state which is a well-known football school is now being they're on the 13 i don't don't know what happened tonight but 13 game win streak something like that and now they're starting to get big recruits coming through they're getting the transfers people want to play for leon rice so college basketball definitely heating up but what games do i have to look forward to and pick on. Man. All right, on Saturday, got the 15th ranked Ohio State Buckeyes
2: on the road. Little ben, t- Big Ten action. Yeah, Ohio State screwed me. Wisconsin Badgers. <laughs> Ryan, you gonna choose the Buckeyes again, or who you got? Oh, no, I got the Badgers and put the Badger hat on. <laughs> no, put the Badger hat on. Big Nick, who you got?
1: Give me the Buckeyes. Ooh. Buckeyes. I'll All right,
2: good, 19th little SEC basketball here. 19th ranked Missouri Tigers. On the road against sixth-ranked Tennessee Volunteers, Brian. Horn's down. Horn's down. It's Missouri Tigers, Tennessee Volunteers, buddy.
0: Oh, oh, oh. I got Tennessee in this one. Tennessee in
2: this one.
1: I'm going to go ahead and take Tennessee as well. I think they roll. I think the talent wins out. Matched up early in the season, lost some money on that game, so I'm
2: thinking Tennessee <laughs> at home in this one let's move on over to Monday no little ranked matchups on Sunday but we'll move on over to Monday got the 12th ranked Texas Tech Red Raiders and Chris Beard on the road against coach
0: Bobby Huggins and take me home <laughs> country roads West Virginia,
1: Virginia. Mountaineers
0: Ryan I'm you taking got here. West Virginia here man Nick. I am
1: actually gonna go with the upset. Give me the West oh, the, Give me the Mountaineers. Mountaineers? Me too, I'll take Mountaineers as
2: well. Ranked 14, going to be some good college basketball action for you. I'm excited. You know,
0: I've been getting really into college basketball, like yeah, hockey. Yeah, this is and one of my NBA, favorite time of the year. And, mm-hmm. and some people would say this is the best time of year because when baseball comes on, it's just dead season. I
1: will fight you during baseball <laughs> season if you speak ill of it. <laughs> <laughs> Not the biggest fan of it. <laughs> Apparently uh, I'll be carrying and, the MLB and, shows when we get there. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, but, fellas, let's just move on over to the NBA. We saw Harden got traded um Harden and Durant you know playing extremely well together Kyrie came back they had their debut last night um lost in double OT to Colin Sexton dropped
0: 42 Alabama guy
2: Alabama guy so you know how do you think they're gonna play out there do you think they you know can meet LeBron in the finals or what are we thinking here
1: I I think it's the east that's the good thing that they play in (laughs) so they're gonna make the playoffs I don't know how this big three is going to go. It It's going to be a good soap opera. You had Kyrie Irving take twice as many shots as James Harden did. James Harden did not wind his way out of Houston to play that big of third fiddle for Durant and Kyrie Irving. I don't know if these guys can coexist to where they're okay with Irving saying, hey, tonight's your night, tonight's <laughs> my night, last night yours. I don't know. Two things are gonna happen. This this is one of two things. Either they're gonna play their way right to the Eastern Conference Finals and they're gonna be this magnificent basketball orchestra. <laughs> or this thing is gonna burn <gasps> magnificently. Oh. Either way, it's gonna be a it's gonna be amazing. Personally, I think those three personalities, Divas, I don't like Irving. I think he's kind of a head case. Durant, Mr. I Have Burner accounts in Golden State. <laughs> when you had the world at your feet, oh my all goodness. you had to do was play. And then with James Harden just chucking it up there, I don't know if you guys ever watched Seinfeld, but you had the Chucker episode. I I don't think this works. I don't think it works. I think
0: they'll get to the Eastern Conference Finals. They might even make it to the Finals this year. It's not something that can last forever. Durant wants his name in the lights. Kyrie Irving wants his name in the lights. We were talking about Kyrie Irving retiring a couple episodes ago. So, I mean, Harden... He came in and played probably – he had a triple-double on his first night, which is the first time ever in in, in NBA history for that to occur. Thanks for that stat, Rick. I appreciate that. Uh, And, you know, I think James Harden and Durant can play together. And I think that could potentially get them to where they want to go in the promised land. But there's only one basketball, boys, and all three of them like to shoot. And Harden likes to get to the line. And Kyrie likes to. He's kind of a little bit over. And Durant's got that midi that's un, just unbelievable. I don't know. I feel like it was just one game. You know,
2: Cavs. I mean, the
0: Cavs. Well, what does Steve Nash well. do? I want to pose I this question. I feel bad for Steve Nash. Yeah, it's tough. If you okay, so you first of all, you're expected to win. You have the three best. Arguably, three yeah. best shooters. So when on your you team. do this in your first game, it looks terrible. Exactly. Steve Nash as a
1: rookie coach; is probably just shaking in his boots. What it's are got you doing? Three of the biggest head case. Thankfully, he's got enough player personnel and cash to, to, you know, seniority on there to kind of throw some stuff in there. Yeah. And at least be a big personality. But I, I think this is just going to burn up spectacularly in their faces. Like, like we all said, they're going to make the playoffs because it's the East, and teams with sub five hundred records win. And talent alone will get them in. I can give them one playoff round win, and then I think they get bounced in the second round.
0: Yeah, that's that's, I that's mean, my
1: that's my take on that. I think most
0: most people would agree with you, unless you're a, a Brooklyn Nets fan, because I'm sure they're just hyped right. Now. Oh, you
1: the the world is it's it's glitter and rainbow. You got Durant, you got Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. What could go wrong? <laughs> like
0: what could go wrong? This is where the
1: record scratches, and the narrator says everything went wrong. Yep. So.
0: You know, it's going to be an interesting NBA season and let's dive right into the MLB. Let's go to the diamond. I'm excited for this one, Nick. A little baseball. Um, we've got the first um, you know, Cy Young winner, Corey Kluber, two-time Cy Young Cy Young winner. Sorry, excuse me. Finding a home with the Yankees. I mean, that's got to, that's pretty good for their staff. I mean, I like that move for the Yankees. They're just going
1: to be a force to be reckoned with,
0: which sucks, but
1: <laughs> I think here's my take on Corey Kluber. We haven't seen him healthy since 2018. And when we did, he was a Cy Young winner in 36 innings in 2019 before he got hurt. He got hit on the elbow, had a 580 ERA, but that was such a short sample size. That's like two bad starts, blows up your ERA. Last year, got hurt, literally pitched one inning, had the injury surgery. So he's got some injury concerns. He's 35 years old, which isn't baseball, isn't ancient. I think he's still got two or three years left in him. I don't think we see the Cy Young award winner, mm-hmm. but he's on the Yankees. He's going to get run support. He's got a good bullpen. If he can gut out, you know, six innings, six and two-thirds inning. Tanaka does it half the time, Yeah, too. that's all you got to do. I think he's going to be a good, solid number two or three. I don't know if technically he's their opening day starter. No. Maybe by name he is, but I think he'll do fine. He's going to do good. Give him 130, 150 innings, which is a solid starter. Yeah, yeah. But he'll get the wins, which everyone loves in baseball. Is all he'll wins.
0: be? He'll be like seven and four, or something like that. Yeah, he'll be above five hundred. I'm hoping the best for Corey Kluber. I really love watching him pitch when he was with the Indians. Um, yeah, great pitcher. So I, it's it's going to be exciting to see what that Yankees team can do this year. Um, let's talk about another pitcher. We've got John Lester, who's headed to the Washington Nationals on a one-year deal. I mean, the Nationals seem to be gearing up a pretty good, pretty good. Um, Excuse me, starting rotation. I mean, Patrick Corbin, Strasburg. Now you've got um, John Lester. John Lester Lester coming
1: in. So my take on this, the way I look at it, is got Strasburg, who went healthy, is a dominant pitcher. Yes. Um, As far as John Lester goes, his best years are behind him. This is kind of a... Farewell tour? Yeah, (laughs) an aging guy, aging pitcher, just kind of back in the end. You need him in this. Not to get too geeky on the stats, but ERA, his last last year and the years before, his ERA is up around five. League average is about 3.1. There's this stat that I like. It's called XFIP. It's called expected feeling independent of pitching. Now, to get too nerdy, this is what the pitcher controls. So it's not hits, or it takes in hits and not necessarily some of the other stuff. It's basically um, strikes, walkouts, fly balls, and the guy, when he hits them. His XFIP is also over five. The league average is 3.1. The last year, last two years, his uh, K to the, uh, K to nine ratio, is only 6.9. That is low. Those are all career lows. Basically, when you look at like the advanced stats on this, John Lester. I mean, I know he had those great years with, with the Cubs and a couple of stuff like that. It's just, it's a big name, but not much value as far as the MLB is concerned. Yeah,
0: I think if you're a Nationals fan, you kind of, I mean, you're hopeful that he can be what he used to be. And I mean, he's a lefty guy, hard to. They're going to have two solid lefties in that lineup now. So, I mean, it could be a good fit. They also got Kyle Schwarber this offseason, too. So, two guys from the Cubs. I mean, what the Cubs really... uh,
1: Pilfer and the Cubs draft bus. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, honestly, the Cubs unloaded a lot of really good players uh, this offseason. So, it's going to be interesting what the Cubs can do. But also, we've got Tommy LaStella. He's returning to Oakland.
1: Uh, That's going to be good for the A's. I'm excited. LaStella is a good player. He's kind of a role player. He fits what the A's do. They like that money ball. He's going to get on base. But is he take is he the next step to get them to No. No. No, LaSalle is not coming into your clubhouse and you're like, "That's it, boys. We're we're playing in October. Uh, we're playing against the Padres." He's going to be a cog. He's going to go into it. Um he I mean, we're still early. Spring training hasn't even opened. I mean, he could get replaced with some of the younger guys that they have coming up. But it is interesting. I always liked him when he played with the Reds or the Cardinals, excuse me. Um good player. I think he'll be part of their team, part of their cog, but yeah, good, solid guy. Happy to see him back in Oakland. Another person
0: on the move. Most of our headlines today are people on the move, which is kind of exciting for them. Uh, we've got Jonathan Villar. Returns to the Orioles after a one-year hiatus with the Marlins and Blue Jays. I mean, that I, I feel like that just makes sense. I, I liked him with the Orioles. What, what are your thoughts, Nick?
1: He's a good, again, kind of a super utility guy, kind of can play all over. Um, I wonder if he's going to start running a little bit more. Um, when you look at his stats over the years – I mean, in the, sh- in the shortened COVID year, what do you have? Uh, only two home runs, kind of a short season. But his last big season with 19 with the Orioles, when he played there, he hit uh, 274 and uh, only struck out 176 times. Not too bad, but 73 RBIs, 24 home runs there in Camden Yards. I think he's another good player. He can still run, which might be his best asset for the team.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think that Orioles kind of got a. I feel like they feel like they got a steal. Yeah,
1: well, it's a it's a homecoming, and he, he had the other season in uh, two thousand, I think eighteen, when he split between them and Milwaukee. Yep. And don't forget when he was in Houston, he was a really good player. Was, again, kind of that bit part had that twenty seven home run season, or excuse me, had a nineteen home run season with Milwaukee. Um, he can get going. He's he's a solid player. Another guy in the movie signs with the Royals. We got Jerkus. Uh,
0: Jerksen Profar, sorry if I butchered that. Nick, you're our resident baseball guy. What Apparently.
1: Do you think? Um, so this I hope is gonna be like one of those post-hype sleepers. Jerkson Profar came up with the A's, and I remember him back in the day. He's kind of been a journeyman. Career 238, so he doesn't make a lot of contact. He's a good good fielder um the royals are rebuilding that team that went to the world series that dominant team with Mike Moustakis. gosh that doesn't feel Eric like too Hosmer. long ago no but it it's while, it's 5 huh? 6 years ago when they won lost to the giants and then came back the next year and won can he find success with them it's a good ballpark to hit in hopefully he still has the speed hopefully he can get on base he's just he needs he needs to bring up his because he was a big time draft you know number 1 First round draft pick Mm -hmm. needed to come in and was kind of expected to do big things, but so far is kind of under underperformed. And then we've got Colton Wong with, um, with the angels. He essentially replaces
0: Estella, who was traded to Oakland at the deadline. I mean, I, Colton Wong was a Cardinal, so I really like watching him play. I was bummed when we let him go and we didn't pay him his money. Um, I think the angels are going to actually succeed more with him, but that's not the angels problem. The angels problem is their pitching staff. I, they're, for as much money as you paid Mike Trout, you should have paid four pitchers for that. And told <laughs> Mike Trout, hey, we're gonna win you four World Series in a row, and uh, you just gotta take a lower pay kite, get some more money from Nike.
1: You we talked about earlier about wasting Deshaun Watson's career and Andrew. Mike Trout. Mike Trout, I had to I got to I took my daughter a couple years ago to see him play and I said, watch this guy, because he is the best player in major league. and may go down as one of the best in history. What Colton Wong brings to them, I think he can steady the infield. He is a professional baseball player. He's not a stud. You're not going to see him on fantasy rosters. He's not anything like that. But for the Angels, he's a high batting average guy. He's going to be in the high 200s, low 300s. He has some pop, some power. He's what you need when you get in there and start playing on an everyday. I Again, I think he's one of those guys, when the signing happens, no one's going to say anything. But when the season comes, you're like, Oh yeah, he's he's doing pretty good. He's having a good season.
0: He'll, yeah, he'll have an average season most likely. <laughs> <laughs> Not to throw that in there, but It's a good thing we really mean that on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in local news, we've got Gary Van Toll. One of my favorite coaches I've ever played Hawks for in Hawks, Hawks games. Hawks games. They they're back in. They're playing as an independent team. Um, I'm excited to see who that coaching staff is. Gary might have alluded to Are it. They almost. allowing fans? I don't know yet. I'll have to I'll have to do a little Little digging, average season. research. I'll get my average research. I'm excited that Boise's still gonna have baseball. Hoping for those dollar beer nights of your, if you're of age. Maybe a little dollar those beer, dollar hot fun. dog. That's always a good time get at a the hot ball dog game too. Can't go wrong. You know, it really is a good story for Gary. Um, what a bummer that happened this year with Boise State oh, baseball. Baseball, me so excuse me, really frustrates me. They were a program that was playing really well. They had three losses against Texas and then had seven straight wins. I went to a few of the home games. It was great. The stands were ecstatic, more excited for a Boise uh, State uh, baseball game than a Hawks game. I remember when the Hawks opened with last year. I think they had a full stadium or two years ago. But Boise State, the first three nights they were opening at home, they had full full stands. Everything Can you drink there? No, you cannot drink a Boise State baseball game. Leg
1: up to the Hawks. Yes. Leg up to the Hawks.
0: <laughs> so exciting for that. You know, Nick, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah, this has been you, a really good time. Gentlemen, thank you for having me. It's been fun. Let me get your final thoughts. Well, leave us with what you want to leave your legacy here at uh, Average Sport Takes.
1: Uh, do your average research, do your average, have your average fun, and don't get into too much average trouble. Oh, I love that. Rick, what do you got for me? Hey, hope everyone has a great weekend.
0: It's championship weekend. Hey, go Packs, go Chiefs. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go Bucks.